intertwined around his. Baby, slow down, he whispered against her lips. We've got lots of time. I want to explore every delicious inch of your body. A soft moan came deep from within Frankie's throat as his tongue found a sensitive area on her neck. She had a burning desire, an aching need for him that couldn't wait. His kiss became forceful and she responded in kind. She arched against him and said, Take me, Lane, hard and fast. We can do slow later, please, honey. Lane reached across her, and she heard the rip of foil. She wanted to tell him he didn't need protection, but his mouth clamped against hers, and he made love to her with an urgency she matched with her own lusty, unsated needs. He entered her, and she gasped from the force of it. The pleasure was pure and explosive, making the real world spin and careen on its axis. Together they found the tempo that bound their bodies together, their bodies in exquisite harmony, until they exploded in a downpour of fiery sensations. Panting as if he'd just run a marathon, Lane rolled over and took her with him, positioning her body close to his side, her head on his chest. I love you so much, Frankie, he whispered, his voice tight with emotion. I love. Frankie couldn't finish her sentence because nausea rushed to her throat at breakneck speed. She rolled over and climbed off the bed before flying into the bathroom, throwing up in the toilet. Lane brushed past her, grabbed a washcloth, and ran cool water over it, pressing the cloth to her forehead. Baby, are you okay? First, earlier in the woods, and now? It's just like when you were pregnant with Ashley. Wide-eyed, she looked up at him. I'll be damned. That's it. You're pregnant, aren't you? Frankie nodded. Lane picked her up and spun her around the room until she thought she'd get sick again. Finally, he set her down and said, This is the best Christmas present ever. We're going to have a baby. You're not upset? Frankie asked. No way. Why would I be? Ashley's three now. She needs a brother or sister. It's time we had another baby. But what about our bills? What about them? Frankie, this rough patch is gonna pass. Besides, I'm getting a raise starting January 1st. It's already been approved. He smiled down at her with such warmth and tenderness in his eyes It wrapped around her like a warm blanket. We're having a baby. Sean peered out the round, etched window of Billy's attic, watching the cars drive by, splashing icy slush onto the people who were walking down the sidewalk. He'd been sitting by the window since before dawn. He couldn't sleep. After a night of bad dreams, tossing and turning, He crawled out of the sleeping bag and pup tent to look out the window and think. Sean had a nightmare about his daddy escaping from jail and finding him at the farm. His daddy's face was red as he glared at Sean with burning, reproachful eyes. You betrayed me, daddy said as he towered over him with his big hands on his hips. You told the secret and they locked me away. Then you testified against me your own father. Sean cowered in a corner in the kitchen. There was nowhere to run and no way to escape the hulking man standing over him.
Sean screamed as his daddy raised his arm to hit him. Sean pushed at him and ran through the house with his father close behind, getting closer and closer. Thankfully, he'd awakened, shivering and frightened, but he was okay. His daddy wasn't in the attic. He couldn't hurt him now. That was when the little boy gave up on sleep and moved to the window to look outside. His tummy growled, and he realized he was hungry. Sean hadn't seen Billy since before Detective Blake arrived to talk with Billy's mom yesterday morning, so that meant no food. Not that he had much of an appetite after Detective Blake left. He hid behind some old boxes the rest of the day, fearing that at any second, Billy's mom would come up the attic stairs and find him. The familiar creaking of the attic door as it opened startled Sean.